So uh, I'm, I'm no Star Wars fan. I'm a Star Trek guy. I mean, if I had to pick between the two, it would be Trek and not Wars. But I understand that I'm in the minority on that uh, on that one. Star Wars is a huge thing again, right? Rogue One, massive movie at the box office. Before that, it was Episode 7. What's the subtitle for that one, Jay? Episode 7? Yeah. The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. I didn't know. Nerd. Uh, Duh. <laughs> he just he gets that look on his face. Like, seriously, you don't know? <laughs> exactly. And, I, and it slipped my mind for a moment. Rogue One is available now. I think it's on uh, Netflix. or no. is it? No, it's on Shaw. It's on Blu-ray. It's on Blu-ray. But it's also on Shaw. Possibly. You can get it on Shaw. For anyway, direct, yes, not for free. No, not a freebie, not yet. Anyway, it's a, <laughs> Star Wars is clearly a large deal these days. If you're a Star Wars fan, listen to this. Force is strong in my family. Star Wars and Omaze have teamed up for a charity raffle. Three prizes. Number one, you get to spend a night at Skywalker Ranch and see the upcoming film. Prize two is a trip to the Han Solo movie set and a chance to be in the movie. Prize three is you get to go to the premiere of The Last Jedi in December, and one lucky fan will win all three experiences. Ten bucks gets you a hundred entries. Donations go to UNICEF and the Starlight Children's Foundation. Jason Athens at ABC News, Hollywood. I think they did that the last time around, too. Did they? I know they did a big deal with UNICEF and the making of The Force Awakens. That's a win, 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 win for everybody, right? For the charities involved, for the winner, for the people who just want to win it. It's just like, wow. That would be the ultimate prize package. Spending the night at Skyrack. That, that's. I'd like to go there and visit. I don't know that I'd want to spend the night at George Lucas's house. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Star Wars themed bedroom. Are you worried that George would be coming into your two o'clock in the morning? And you're not sure what's just like a like a statue and what's a real monster. You know, it's, it's creepy in there. You, you could wear your R two D two pajamas though. It's true, and not feel weird, <laughs> right? So. We thought it would be cool to go around and, and uh, tell everybody about what we, if we had a week, and you guys think about this listing as well, if you actually had a week to yourself where you could do anything, go anywhere, anywhere at all, what would it be? Let's start with Kelly. I have my itinerary here. Oh my gosh. Are you I have itinerary? my itinerary here, yeah. I would uh, start, day one would be a day-night doubleheader in the Big Apple, the Yankees and the Mets. Then on day two, we'd head down to Fenway Park to catch Boston. I'd take a United, scratch that, I'd take a Delta (laughs) flight to Baltimore for a night game at Camden Yards. Then over to Chicago for a day-night doubleheader starting at Wrigley Field. And I'd have my Harry Carey highlights with me. Then down to the south side for the White Sox. Then a day-night doubleheader, KC to St. Louis. Don't know if I can catch a little uh, grasshopper flight or whatever. I might have to drive on, uh, I think it's I-15. Then Milwaukee and Minnesota. Day six would be Houston, Texas. And I'd finish off my wonderful, wonderful week in Los Angeles catching the Angels. And then the Dodgers at Chavez Ravine. So it is baseball, 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 baseball. 14 games in seven days, folks. Any reason that you pick those particular uh, places? Well, there are a lot. Well, some of it is geographical, obviously, because you're you're talking day-night doubleheaders. And some of it is ballpark related. Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, Chavez Ravine. The big big stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that uh, the Blue Some Jays... Some of it is warm weather related. Jays, the Blue Dallas. Jays weren't involved in that uh, little... 
You leave that to Kim. See if that's in her little... Uh... One day Canada will get a major league team. That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to Behind the Glass, Jerry. This has to do with Christmas or Superman. Hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> uh, mine starts uh, with... Uh, the Superman celebration in Metropolis, Illinois happens every year, second weekend in June. So that would be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, then on Monday, I'd head to New York City for two days in New York City because that's where uh, Superman the movie with Christopher Reeve, a lot of the outside shots were filmed there, New York City and New York is a great town anyway. That's true. Lots to do in New York. And then on Wednesday, I'd head to Cleveland, Ohio, the birthplace of Superman. And, you know, you get to go to uh, the, the airport there. has a huge Superman thing now, apparently. A big uh, display about Superman. Then you've got uh, the house where, uh, where uh, Jerry Siegel lived. Uh, you can go visit that. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff all around in that neighborhood. And then, uh, you know, check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there. And then uh, fly on home. On Superman's cape. Yeah, he wouldn't need a plane <laughs> after that trip, man. He just... <laughs> up, up, and away, baby. You know what? That's cool. I mean, I, I like that. That's I didn't realize that you could actually go and visit. Is it Jerry Siegel or Schuster? Jerry Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster. Joe Schuster. These are the two. Like, which one did the drawing and which one did the writing? Joe Schuster did the drawings. Jerry right. Siegel did the writing. Now, one of them was Canadian, correct? Joe, Joe Schuster was from Toronto, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, and the way they designed Superman back then was he was like a circus strongman. That's why he had the underwear outside of his pants. <laughs> that's right. That's how circus strongmen dressed back then. Very cool. Very good one. Good one, Jerry. Thank you. Kim, does this have to do with the Blue Jays? No. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. That would be a great one, but my ultimate week-long tour would be of the palaces and castles of the British royal family. Haven't you seen them already? I've seen a lot of them, but only as a tourist where you're going in and out and you got to stay behind the ropes and, you know, I want the real Oh, thing. so this would be all unlimited access. Yeah, right? like wants to live in start, them. And I'd, like, I'd want to tour each one with a different member of the royal family. So maybe you spend some time at Windsor Castle with Prince Charles, hang out there for a while just outside of London. Get uh, behind that rope. Head up to Scotland, stay at the Palace of Holyrood, and then up to uh, Balmoral, the Queen's favorite place where she spends her summers. Maybe tour that with Prince Philip, I guess. Bomb around the Scottish Highlands. It's a beautiful property up there. Then come back down through England and do some of the, maybe the lesser known ones for a night. Like where Downton Abbey I don't know filmed. any of them. Blenheim <laughs> Palace is kind of cool. And then, obviously, you want to cap things off at Buckingham Palace with the Queen. A couple of nights there, maybe a huge state dinner in the really fancy dining room, a little ballroom dancing action afterwards. I, I don't know. Just... Oh. That's, you know what? Maybe that's, Michael Bublé would come and <laughs> well, perform. Well, obviously. That, that would, obviously. He'd be performing at least one of those nights. That's a great one. I like that. There's I just like so much, It's they're so ornate and they're so neat, but there's so much history in them as well. You could spend days and days in there learning all that stuff. So far, you know what? Each one of these has completely said everything about each one of you. <laughs> it has, I, that's what, one of the things I know. Kelly's into sports and baseball. Jerry loves Superman. Kim loves the, the British royal fam family. 
What about you there, JB? I went sort of a different direction. Just me by myself on a desert island in the South Pacific. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wilson! Thought he was going to say seven days in his Wilson, condo. I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm sorry! Wilson! Wilson! That was the only clip I could find. It was about a guy by himself on a desert island. <laughs> but, you know, with food that's prepared for me and a lighter to start a fire, is this... <laughs> Would you have Netflix? I didn't figure that's going to work. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. <laughs> the animals are going to dig all that know. crap up for you or what? It's that, dropped off know, ahead of time for me. That, that does say a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a desert island and a classic, volleyball. Yeah, classic brother. <laughs> you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, it's uh, I'm a golfer, right? Yeah. And I'm not just a golfer, but I it's like a religion. And there's certain areas of the world that have these these golf courses. And so I would start off with... I would start off spending three days at Augusta National, and I would want to play as many rounds as possible, maybe two two rounds per day. Would you stay at Butler Cabin? I would stay at Butler Cabin or the Crow's Nest or wherever, and, and I would uh, make sure there's a PGA or a Masters winner with me for each round to give me his own perspective, like Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods or whomever, right? Like one of these guys. Sergio Garcia, even. Now, you'd get along with him? Oh, I, I suppose I could tolerate him for four and a half hours. <laughs> and then I would move over to uh, Scotland, where we would play the old course at St. Andrews uh, for a couple of days. And you got to play with one of those knowledgeable caddies, these guys who've been working the courses for like 50 years and they know everything about it, right? Because I'm a big history fan when it comes to that as well. And then you finally come back. And you play the links at Pebble Beach uh, in California. The wind swept a 17th hole where it's it's 105 yards. And it, you could use anything from a three iron to a pitching wedge on that one. It's just an amazing, like that would be my thing for seven days. I just want to back that up a bit. Mm. You said four and a half hours. Wouldn't that just be the front nine at Augusta for you? <laughs> that would be the whole thing times two per day. <laughs> <laughs> every day, I'm playing at least two rounds. Yeah, you really and I, wouldn't get sick of two rounds of golf every day for a no, week. No, I would need a, a massage therapist <laughs> with me on this trip as well. I'll mark that one in too, please. Okay. <laughs> Those are our fantasies. Hopefully you guys were thinking about your own personal thing. For seven days, what would you do?